with a lovely week-long sleep. Sorry, am I boring you? I'm still in the same pants and socks I was at the end of recording the last episode after that week-long sleep on your couch. Would you like some more wine? I'd love some more, thanks. Pudding wine again Pudding. this week. It's episode 88. More, more. All the ducks, 88. Six and three, nine. Two vicars and a lift, 17. That joke is courtesy of Dick and Dom and Bungalow, Two Vickers and a Lift, which I think is one of the best I've ever heard. Mm. And then my favourite one, this is the cat on Dick and Dom and Bungalow doing bingo calls in Wet Wang. And mm. he says, That's the noise a gas makes, or a snake. Six. <laughs> which I, I nearly died. I genuinely nearly died laughing at that. I laugh every time I watch it, because I download it, because it's so amazing. Maybe, every time maybe I watch that it, caused I the have, appendix. Maybe it did. Every time I watch it, I have... Tears pouring down my face with laughter. It's so funny. And that's on a Saturday morning children's TV show. Well, where are Richard and Dominic today? I think they're still doing stuff on the telly. Are they? Mmm. 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 I wish it didn't have the alcoholic effect, because I just like drinking it. I want it to have you all zingy and weird in your mouth and <laughs> all the fuminess and all that. But, but, no, in, all the but no, intox- no, in- <laughs> no intoxicating effect. Yeah. Synthol- that's all, that's all I want. Yes, exactly. I'm sure they had it in Star Trek. John, do you know that it's been... I think two, maybe two and a half, maybe three months. Yes. Since you last recommended mm-hmm. a good set of television programs to watch. Now, I don't want you to do it in a long winter way because it upsets people. But uh, let's have a very quick roundup. I of can't. What's worth watching. I can't. Oh, you've been busy doing naughty things, haven't I've been, you? Yeah. I've been, first of all, organising a wedding, then being in a wedding, then going on honeymoon and then getting back and trying to pick up, um, start a whole, living a whole new life with a new person in my house. And, and trying to configure a television set, ironically. That's true. But, so I am so, so behind on all the new, I've really not picked up the new season. I can tell you that Terra Nova is a giant pile of plops. Never heard of it. well worth watching. It's, the New Earth. It's about, indeed, because it's about, um, you're so proud of yourself. No, I'm just wondering <laughs> whether it is about the indeed, New Earth. It's, it's a, it's a, the conceit is lovely. And Anybody who didn't know that Terra Nova meant New Earth deserves to be eviscerated. I anyway, think it's so 2145 or something like that, and the Earth is in ruins. People can barely breathe outside. You have to wear rebreathers. They're usual. Uh, exactly, blah, blah, blah. And you can't have more than two children, and if you do, you go to prison, apparently. Finally yeah. um, like, that they can still have enough... But now but, it's about them to run prisons, but they but, can't even do that now but, after a bit of rioting. But, but they all have their own stories. They found no, they found, shut up. They found a um, a portal going back to eighty five million years in the past. Of course they do. And so people who are selected get to go through this portal, and it's about the people on the other. So it's a found this family that go who had a third kid in the prison, and they get out of prison, and then they go to uh, the past. Eighty five million. Eighty five million in the, years ago in the new camp, and it's like full of dinosaurs in it, in stuff in it. Mm. But it, so it's 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 Brannon Braga, whatever his name is, that awful Star, oh, Trek, Star writer, Trek who is the one of the worst. So he basically in is these writing enough Star Trek episodes. Exactly. Where they land on the strange planet of exactly, the dinosaurs. But the strange planet of dinosaurs every week. However, it's very confusing because he's executive producing writing. Steven Spielberg's executive producing. Steven Spielberg every is on the every TV, other, every other TV, TV show. Yeah. His, his name has been so debased mm-hmm. by the rubbish he's That's right. But then David Fury is also executive producing and writing. He co wrote the pilot with Braga, actually. Um, he was one of the lead writers on Angel. And there's a totally decent writer so you can but Bragger's influence is far too strong and it just becomes isn't family important and monster of the week everything's wrapped up nicely at the end dreary rubbish you can see Fury's influence and other writers influence in that um, there is an ongoing plot in the background but it's, you can feel the tension between the, idea, the desire for monster of the week versus 
ongoing storylines. So there is a giant conspiracy theory running underneath it all. And it's got the worst animated dinosaurs in years. They may as well have Jim Henson <laughs> Muppets. It's so awful. Uh, and I kind of can't help but watch that. That's my recommendation. You're not still watching True Blood, though, are you? Do you know, I did... I've got, I'm about five episodes behind on the third or whatever the most recent season is and it's 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 good because it's so bad it's just such nonsense it's a soap opera with vampires and werepanthers mm. and what more can you ask for it's perfect rubbish it's plus you get to see lots of boobies oh yes you do that's fair enough that's well, you know, but although you're not allowed to do that anymore not anymore no, no I have mind. to cover my eyes when they come on screen mm. no I, more, no what more I do is I turn around and look at Laura's boobies instead you're allowed to do that mm-hmm uh, but no more other boobies. All other boobies have ceased to exist for you. That's true. Mm. And they've lost all their appeal. Oh, the mic's a bit far away. Well, the, the topic. Oh, the topic. On episode 88, podcast at rumdoings.com, at rumdoings, rumdoings.com slash. Rumdoings.com slash. That's very yes. HTML. What's the, no, W3C of you. Yes. Um, uh, the topic is, the National Lottery, is it just a tax on the poor? That's the dubbing this week. Yeah. The glee we have. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. There's a... Oh, um... Oh, here's a good show everyone should be watching. Now! Right, this second, and it's being shown on E4, which Pause is... Pause it. Go and do it pretty now. Pretty brave of, of Channel 4, because it hadn't, they started showing it before it had even had its second run. Um, it's called Happy Endings. Ooh, and it uh, begins with a couple, a man and a woman, and the woman leaves the guy at the altar. Um, and it's and then it's uh, after that terrible and needless conceit of the book. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Uh, it just settles into being a sitcom about six friends, two of whom are this couple. Is it called Friends? Maybe? It's not called Friends, but it's so much smarter than Friends. It's a really smart show. Oh, really? And At the time, you thought Friends were the best thing ever. And right? just no, that's not true. You did. And ju- no, I did. Yeah, the Friends. Full box set. Argue, I did. I will argue. Continue to argue. Friends was a beautifully written sitcom, and 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 it was a really good sitcom for me, for the first five years. Oh, Joey. And and it was. It was a great sitcom. Um, but. Uh, this is so much smarter, and it's and what's wonderful about it is it just without warning suddenly veers off into the surreal. It just suddenly th- impossible things happen in the show, and like moonlighting. Yeah, and not quite in the sense that the you know it's not quite breaking the frame, mm. but just ridiculous things happen in their lives which don't fit the reality and normal normal normality of the of the storylines. And so mm. it's a, it's just a really smart, funny show, and it's being shown on E4, which is great. And this is called Happy Endings. Happy Endings, yes. Which I keep confusing with Perfect Couples, which is a rubbish sitcom, and no one should bother watching. Fair enough. Um, yes. There you go. What do the Americans see in Piers Morgan? I don't think I don't know any American who likes him. So and and I believe not. Many, I think that was a mistake, wasn't it? I don't think many Americans see Piers Morgan by the ratings of his. Uh, that Larry was King a, show. that was a mistake. What were they thinking? Mm. I mean, he'd gained notoriety because of his presence on America's exactly, Got Talent, but it was a very. Well, he was the boohist. Febrile. Yeah, um, he was the boohist baddie, Simon Cowell. Uh, replacement yes and everyone liked booing and hissing at him why they thought he was he's not a journalist he never has been a journalist has he he's just been a tabloid guttery editor type Mm. Um, why they thought he was capable of doing serious journalism I mean Larry King wasn't any good but Mm. but it just it was such such an odd choice but anyway I'm delighted that he's he's failing so hilariously yeah so that's good news I wonder if he blames everybody else blames the production team Probably. I don't know. I don't really know anything about him as, as what he's like as a person, mm. other than what I've read in Private Eye, that he's a, a scoundrel and a cheat. What do you think of these Occupy Wall Street people? I think it's really good. 
I like they're the, a bit unfocused. Yes, exactly. I love that. I love like how the, aimless they are. It's just this kind of we're annoyed about stuff, and so we're just going to be annoying. And I think it's really Martin good. Martin thinks that it's a waste of time. Well, of course he does because he's so bloody right wing now. He makes Cameron look like. It, we like need to have him Marx. back on the show at some stage, don't we? To yes, discuss to justify his ridiculous views. He's going to be banning himself soon. He's going to be absolutely <laughs> enraged with himself. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so you, so you, you quite enjoy. Uh, quite he's going to argue that his own penis should be deported. <laughs> but you're quite enjoying it. The 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 um the the Occupy Wall Street. I've focus. really paid very little attention to it, and and I've you know for the last week, Nick, I couldn't tell you a thing that's happened. Because I've been asleep on your couch. That's true. Well, you know, we how's can... your how's your appendix wounds in the last week? Is it how much has it improved? It's gone, over the it last gone week? more itchy. Has it gone more itchy? You remember? I uh, remember last week Gilad Shalit was released. Yes. And um, Ben White, who is an anti-Semite who writes for the Guardian, tweeted saying, "Ooh, what else are the Israel propagandists going to be doing with their time now?" Rather than saying release him, etc. <laughs> I thought it was a very strong point to come. <laughs> That's clever. He did well there. But I wonder, people wonder whether it reflects badly or well that they were prepared to swap a thousand murderers for one. Whether it's a, an act of ridiculous weakness or whether it's a um, admirable. Bit of utilitarianism, or is it a very clever political statement that they're saying a thousand Palestinians is worth one Israeli? I mean, is it, that the point they were trying to make? Well, Hamas was very excited and thought they'd want something, but I think yes. I mean, it it, it, it does cause a problem. What does does that mean that they kidnap another one and then they'll get another thousand released? I mean, mm-hmm. there's been big arguments about the big argument of it's a sort of. The sort of utilitarian argument that one usually has in theory. Do you know it was? But never has it in practice. It was enough to tip the BBC over into being a bit surprised by the kinds of people who were being released by the Israelis. Even they, even the BBC said, these people did some really bad things. Oh, those people killed babies. They, they may have blown up buses outside schools. Yes. Which, in hindsight, while at the time we reported it, we said it was because the Israelis occupied an right. area of the West Bank. And killed a soldier, and therefore, therefore, like, <laughs> yeah. genuinely, I remember the report where they genuinely yeah. justified said the uh, Isra- Israel has killed a soldier in Palestine uh, in, in the mm. occupied territories of the West Bank. Uh, this was in retaliation to a school bus explosion mm. in, in Israel. Mm. And it was it's like, a little school bus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's only a little one. In hindsight, they've suddenly re- realised that maybe blowing up school buses <laughs> is a little bit naughty. Yeah, but it's it, it that is interesting. And I mean, if if I were in Israel now, would I be thinking? Oh, good, the people who blew up the school bus near me have been sent back to a uh-huh. hero's welcome. Would I be happy about that for one gawky little soldier? I don't know. I, no, might, be, nice I might be feeling quite selfish about it at the moment, saying, well, actually, no. That's... And at the same time, it's nice to see Israel actually practising some Judaism for once and forgiving. For once, yes. I mean, what they basically said was, well, it's... What, what was the, the, the Talmudic, or it might be a biblical phrase, he who saves the life of one person saves mm. the world, whatever that, that quote, right. quote is. It's that kind of... You can say do something in a microcosm which reflects mm-hmm. something greater, but it's it's a um, it's still a very difficult decision to make. I mean, I wouldn't be no if I if I was said well you can release the people who've blown up the children yes and you have to do that a thousand times for this one guy. I mean, mm-hmm. on the other hand, I suppose what the argument is there's a certainty, or as much as we can say, a cert- there, there's a possibility that these thousand people will then commit more heinous crimes. There is that. And, and will gloat, and that, there's a certainty that they'll gloat about the mm-hmm. fact that they got one up. But there's a certainty that this person's life will be saved. 
So you see, it's the possibility yes. versus the yes. certainty, and yes. that's usually how the utilitarianism is, is justified. It doesn't. I mean, it's such a because you know my position is that to have a position is to is to um, further the conflict, and that taking a side is what we everyone needs to stop doing. The rest of the world needs to stop taking sides mm. and start interacting um, with both sides. Because so when you well you take when you say oh actually you're being slightly worse than them at that point you're just you're just encouraging conflict. Um, so I would like to see. Uh, but the, my, my, but where my bias comes in is I do feel that with the teachings of Judaism on your side, you probably I think you're being a little bit worse to, when you're acting as badly as the other side. Does that make sense? It's also a bit insulting to the religion of peace. Well, I would argue that I am going to be <coughs> insulting toward the religion of peace well, when, really, when, the, when the, that is religion is being represented well, well, by Hamas. Be, no, but also, they, we're also not, we're not fair, talking about moderate Muslims. We're talking about Hamas. But also, to be and, fair, and, to be and, fair, the religion of peace is going through its terrible teens years at the moment, well, which is unfortunate. You know, it's, it's got a, it has a, it has at least another thousand years to have its edges knocked off. It. It's just a shame we're living through its some um, naughty, rebellious mm-hmm. period at the moment. It's, it's yeah. annoying to live through, as with any teenager, but we mustn't pretend that it's all grown up, grown up yet, because it clearly isn't. It's got a lot to to mellow into. I mean, it's it's go, it's going through a very insecure phase at the moment, which is ironic considering how it's such a fast growing region. But everything about it and the increasing marginalisation of the moderate um, bits of it and the increasing that hysteria, is, is. the increasing hysteria doesn't doesn't shout to me confidence. It shouts to me a great insecurity about your place in the modern world. Well, fundamentalism is insecurity, isn't it? So yes. I feel so... I feel that moderate Muslims just have to start shouting now. But they, that, is very, that is very difficult. And of, you, of course it is. If, you're, if, you're, is. if you're genuinely moderate mm-hmm. and you want to say anything about it, you will be threatened and by the madman. Let me stress, by moderate, I do not mean agnostic. I mean passionate, yeah. believing Muslims. Well, we, we at Positive, we, we have employed a number of moderate, believing mm-hmm. Muslims. One of them in particular, his name is Fawad. I mean, he said, you know, it makes me sick every time I see these people yeah, of course. do this. And, you know, it's very easy in theory to say, oh, yeah, those people don't exist, but they do exist. And, yes, of course. But, they, but, they, but they're also very hamstrung about what mm-hmm. they can say and do. You know, they really can't... And, and, you know, he wasn't... He had been to uh, Unhajj, to Mecca, so he wasn't exactly, uh, you know, uh, yeah. deracinated, but... The point is, he, he knew he couldn't say anything. He couldn't do anything. You know, he genuine. There's a genuine threat. Mm-hmm. The, there are very unfortunate people who are holding the reins at yes. the moment. Who, and and the, and the, the you know, it's not for 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 the general uh, Western non-Muslim population. We're the least of the problem. The people whom they really threat are the people who are Muslim who want to yes. enjoy their faith in a non-threatening, mm-hmm. non-threatened way. Yes. You know, that's. Those are the people who are really being betrayed mm-hmm. by the left's kowtowing of, of, of saying we're all Hezbollah oh. now. Those are the people who are being betrayed. The people who the yes. left should be the most protective of, the, the women who want mm-hmm. some sort of future outside of servitude. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the gays who want to feel that they don't have to be killed. Yes, that'd um, be nice. You know, it's those sorts of people who are being thrown off the side. And that's what makes me very angry about mm-hmm. the, a large proportion of what one would lazily call, not so lazily, Sally, because they have allowed yeah. basic Hamas operatives to write their editorials, the Guardian left. Yes. And, it's a, and we railed about this before, but... Yeah, I know. You know, what, well, I, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not me and you. 
It's not. It's not. It's 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 not for for me and you to 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 be worried. It's it. We need to be worried for those people who are the real targets mm-hmm. of their yes. animosity. Well, that's the point. And this, we we rail out of betrayal more than mm. anything because the left went were meant to represent us, mm. and now they have ex- they have sided with the most extreme right. In when, this, when we say the left, we, we mean the ones who are shouting the most loudly and who are the most unthinking, and sadly the ones who get the editorial columns well, in the but, in the Guardian. But, but also all the left wing parties as well mm. that exist now. It does. Where, why didn't it come? Where, what happened to that party was going to start? I want. To, I can't even find the information on it now. He's yeah. meant to be doing this new left thing. Yeah. I so desperately needed that because I need something to vote for. For goodness' sake. Oh, your um. A couple of weeks ago, your um. Ugh. Your MP voted to get rid of the NHS I, after I, all his blithering about saving sa- sa- save the local hospital. He's and- been saving the local hospital for the last <laughs> ten years, and then he just <laughs> voted to destroy all of them. That was clever of. Oh, he's, uh, it's just unbelievable. Uh, I, I was listening to an old podcast yes. where you were saying what a wonderful MP looked. <laughs> it's quite he, funny. He, but this is the thing. I was looking the at his. Switch. I was looking at his voting record, and I wasn't wrong. He was a wonderful MP. His voting record was amazing. And then on the he, since the election day, <laughs> he's he has voted once one rebel vote in his entire. Reg, he's a regular voter. Hmm. One rebel vote. What was it? And it was on a technicality within an energy bill. <laughs> it was a, tw- oh, a cause. It was an amendment to an energy bill, and he rebel voted on that. But he didn't on any of the. I tell you what, the most the most surprising what, thing what was he, no, but he he also he voted and was opposed to the digital economy bill, yep. which was the yes. copyright. No? Yes. And yet recently, he was the one who was arguing that oh, all, all pirates should be thrown in prison and it should be treated as I didn't property. See that. He said, "Yes, it should be treated as property oh, because yes, it's just property and all that." The, this is the same man. It's not that he's just subtly changed. It's like he's been inverted. So I wonder if he's just very, very stupid. Maybe he's, Maybe he's just a very stupid man. Easily led, stupid, um, easily manipulated. He's a coward because he yeah, doesn't respond know. to anything on Twitter that's yeah. critical. Anything at all. Easily um, manipulated. Or maybe just looking for his peerage. That's, that's the other thing. He was about to retire and he says he's not standing at the next election. Um, so he's just in a sense I hope so because at least that will explain yeah exactly but at the same time to the betra- anyway let's not talk about my local MP it's not really interesting to everyone else in the country let's talk about the thing I was just about to talk about at the end of last week's episode oh yes you were about to reveal something I was about to talk about nothing I'm really excited about nothing at the moment right. um, did you I'm sure you do know this but I'll say it to you in the fashion that you might not did you know that if you have a create a genuine vacuum what uh, do you mean by that absolute nothingness what do you mean by that? Well, I mean... You can't create absolute nothingness. Because well, there will always be quantum fluctuations. Well, that's what it. I'm talking about. So, you can't. so when you have nothing, in pop well, electrons... Then, but you don't have nothing. Exactly. By that definition, you can't I know. So you, do, you create what should Not be Not just nothing. electrons, all sorts of different you particles. You create what should be All nothing. sorts of particles pop in and out of existence all the But time. they pop in and out of existence by borrowing energy from nothing. So in order to do this, they have to create an anti-themselves and a themselves at the same time. Yeah, but only, but they pay it back very quickly. So they pay very <laughs> so, quickly. So nothing's... That's right. Well, that's how, we, that's how we get the casimir effect, where you, go, you get two plates that are put very, very close together. Mm-hmm. They will collapse like that because of the, the, the particle and antiparticle will be mm-hmm. created on either side and will create a force, the casimir force. So from zero-point energy, they will actually... From nothing, and, the reason, plate, actually, and the reason we know that they're, pos- they're, they're kind of they're like an- electron and, and positinos or whatever it might be is because if you put a magnet either side, mm. you, they will, they, and you, you fill it with the, the you fill mm. it with vapor, so you can see the trails they leave. Mm. How you have a vacuum with vapor, and I don't understand, but there you go. And then you have magnets, and you can see they'll go and it'll trace toward the different. Well, magnets. that's also how um, black holes are going to evaporate. 
because little particles mm-hmm. will appear just at the event horizon. Right. And one of the particles floats away, and the other one will will go, I think, into the black hole, the antiparticles, so they'll be rent asunder, and eventually it'll kind of, the black hole will evaporate. But also, there are, there is a not, a non-zero probability, but minutely right. small, and this is, it was called the, oh, God, I've forgotten, there's, there's something, brain, which was postulated that, so a, a, a basically an in, a comprehending intelligent brain could just pop into existence. Is that just based on infinite possibility? Well, or? Yeah, but all the particles happen to pop in because right. you know an electron can pop into existence, mm-hmm. and it can even stay around for a while. And there's there's a there's in an infinite universe with almost an infinitesimal yes. possibility, a whole conscious entity could just pop into existence. Well, an, an entire planet. Populated by millions of billions well, of your, your, could pop into your, existence in that space. Well, your, your electrons in your body and all the Are you arguing for creation? No. You're saying the no. world's 6,000 years old. Yeah. So they popped into existence. But the electrons, the electrons uh, and then all the particles in your body, because they're at a quantum level, they, they're, they're only localised where you think you are mm-hmm. by probability, but there's an, still a non zero probability that bits of you could be. Um, Shifting and waving to the other side of this room and sure. the other side of the planet, really. And then, so apparently, probably are. at the beginning, after the Big Bang, apparently it was just light. But then when, if light gets high enough frequency, it will eventually turn into energy. Energy is... Sorry, turn, turn, sorry turn, it will turn into matter. It will mm. turn from energy into matter. And that's how they'll... So light will eventually... Into a well, into, into an e electron. equals mc squared. Exactly. So that's where that comes from. So, but, but to do... And so in order to do this, it has to... Un, have an anti as well and then they collide and they disappear again but if that was the case and that's, that's what was it I can never remember the poor guy's name a slightly British. asymmetric universe yes that's the yes, reason why the reason there's anything that lumps in the porridge as they say so, because but do, you know what the, do you know how often that asymmetry comes out it's one in a billion times one in a yeah. billion of those directions leave something behind and so no most of the universe has gone away now and no one knows why at all which I love. there are theories but none yeah of absolutely but none of, no good theories well, you yet, can't really so. know why and so we don't the, the why anything exists, we just don't know. I love that we don't know. Well, no, but we can't know why. Any, we can't know why any. Why? Why does anything exist at all? We no, 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 no. Not philosophically why, but materially why. Why mm. things exist is, is we don't know, which I love. And I remember listening to a physicist talk about it. It was on Radiolab saying, um, saying, but it's great when we don't know because otherwise we'd all just have to pack up and retire. Yes, uh, which is good. There was. Um, uh, this is, okay, this is another thing I wanted to discuss with you. This is another Radiolab episode. This is one of their shorts. And it was I haven't listened to Radiolab for so extremely long. Extremely speculative, um, but really interesting idea. Do you remember a few... There are so many good podcasts. You I know. know. That you, you don't even really have to listen to radio or watch telly anymore. Not at all, to, no. Um, especially now I've discovered there's something, uh, the um, All Things Considered archive oh, right, on, on their website. Um, I caught an episode of that listening to the in-tune radio thing you recommended mm. on iPhone. Oh my goodness, that show's wonderful. I love something understood on Radio 4. It's like, uh, all things considered, is like that times a million. It's <laughs> without, without, it being, without it being pseudo-religious. Right. Um, it's just like stuff, stuff being... In, it's interesting science, arts and media being mm. considered. It's just great. So, but anyway, so... Um, yes, there was, they were talking... Do you remember a while back they had a guy who had done a study in which he found that... Um, he, he took a group of people, showed them a video of a robbery, um, and then asked... A half the group, after five minutes, to write down the full description of the man they saw, and the other half weren't asked anything to do anything mm-hmm. at all. And then two hours later, they're asked to recall the description of the man. Mm-hmm. The people who'd written it down had a worse recall than the people who hadn't. 
And this is all part of this idea that each time you recall a memory, as I said at the end, as a a pharmacon, as 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 um, as uh, Socrates said about writing, right? He said he said it was a pharmacon, and said that's. And I've mentioned this before, but we'll remind you. And this is something that the um, postmodernists use as well. But the pharmacon, as we mentioned before, is an ambiguous word in Greek because Mm -hmm. it means both poison and the cure. Right. And it was the pharmacon to memory. That would be a nightmare for labelling bottles. Well, because it, but often, very often, um, something that's poisonous can also be a cure. Sure, that's but, true. So the pharmacon was to memory, because he says, on the one hand, it helps you to memorise things, because you, once you've written it down, you won't forget it. But on the other hand, it destroys your true memory. Mm-hmm. It makes your memory lazy. It distorts the actual memory and so on. Mm-hmm. And so... It seems to me that this person's merely repeating what Socrates says. Sure, He's okay. a very lazy, lazy man. <laughs> well, spending here's the thousands thing. of years. Here's of the thing. They then which the, thing? They then repeated the experiment a number of times. I think it was six more times, and five out of the six times it happened again. The following year they repeated it twelve times. Seven out of the twelve times, I think it was, mm. it worked. The following year they. The oh yes, where the, where the experiments tend toward the mean. Yes. Exactly, which doesn't make any sense. It happens with everything. It happens with drugs. It, tests. Ha- yep. it happened with SSRIs. Is indeed it happened with, as in, and it happened with. Uh, anti- These days, SSRIs are no better than placebo. That's right. And it happened with antipsychotics. Mm. This, this, there Statins. Was, there was a second generation antipsychotic drug that was testing twice as good as the first generation at the, f- the beginning of the trials. Toward the end of the trials, it was just the same. Mm. And then, but then, and so there are so many reasons you can argue for this in trials. Mm. But then there was one with, I think it's something like peahens or something like that. And peacocks, mm. they were attracted to the males which had the most um, uh, symmetrical tail feathers. Mm. And this well, was, aren't we all? Well, in- indeed. And so they found out this, and so they've repeated the study a number of times. And each time they repeat the study, it becomes less and less the case, and the tail feathers become less and less important each time they repeat the study. Now there is no we're being toyed with, aren't we? There is. Well, this is the point. There is no. <laughs> we're being experimented on to see where we go mad. There is no good justification for this, but there is um, there is a wonderfully ridiculous out there argument, which is that I love the fact we're just talking about another podcast on a podcast, but who cares? Who cares? Um, that. It's almost, they didn't use the term quantum, but it's almost like it's quantum. It's in the knowing, in the discovering of something, you diminish yes. its existence. Yes. Um, which may lead to the brilliant situation of if you were to explore this phenomenon, mm. would you therefore prevent this phenomenon from existing? Yes. But if you were testing whether you'd done that, would you not therefore create the phenomenon back into existence? Yes, there would be some so it's be a quite stable a, problem. Quite a messy one. It's a really difficult one to explain. Isn't that, I love that it happens in so many trials. What, what's your theory? Why does it happen, Nick? Um, is the universe just being a dick? Or it's possible that we get a little too enthusiastic early on too often. Well, that, but no, but rigorous scientific studies don't shouldn't ah, leave room for that peer review. But maybe peer review and all... Re- maybe we are just excited children, even when we think we're being big. It could boys. be. That, and that, and then that, the, in my heart, I think that people are a lot more... are, are toddlers. Right. Thing, basically. <laughs> even when they think they're being big boys in big boy pants with their peer review, the peers <laughs> yes. are also being a bit too excited. And then eventually you say, actually, nothing much really ever happens any time that's interesting. <laughs> so you're saying the universe tends to banality. Yes. And we, 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 keep, we keep seeing exciting, shiny things, which you then realise, actually. I love the idea of a universe that constantly moves its own goalposts. Though. Yeah. So it, what does Laura think? I haven't asked because she's a scientist. So she ask her if she's seen it in her. Oh, room. and I talked to her about it, and she was just very sceptical. and said it sounded like nonsense. You should make her listen to force her to listen to the. Oh, no, she, and she likes she likes radio. She, she didn't know if you want to obey me. She does like Radio Lab. Though, so so, so. Like, have a lie down one day and listen when your new bed comes, mm-hmm. and you can both both 
have your own ears together without being squashed and something That's right. We'll be, be able to turn in the night without pushing the other one out. You got a good deal on your new bed? Very good deal. Really? Yes. But did you, did you, did you, uh, no, but is the mattress correct? Though? It is a well-sprung mattress with a then three inches of memory foam on top. Mm, good, good. Um, what brand? I don't know. It's not Sealy. It's, when you sit on the mattress, it squishes down a lot more than I thought it, that a good mattress should. And don't say it's about being fat, because I sat on other ones that didn't. I wasn't um, saying anything. And but it, what's weird is when you because I like a firm mattress and Laura likes a squishy mattress, and um, and this with the memory foam you get on you think oh, I think oh this is far too oh no it's okay because as soon as you sink into the memory foam then suddenly you stop <laughs> well exactly really rigid ex- and ex- exactly what it does is it lets you sink a bit to just mm-hmm. feel like you're in a marshmallow yes. marshmallow with a stern underpinning exactly it's not memory foam all the way down yeah. and so um, and it's a super king which is lovely and we got it for one third of its original price why? Due the, what was wrong the with dreams it? we bought it from is closing down they're desperately trying to get rid of all their stock oh, it's being yes. dis- that shot's being dissolved away yes. and so we got it the I think dream in total it should have come ended. to over the, the dream has ended the giant frame which is just a ridiculous wooden monstrosity that Laura loves um, it was alone cost over a thousand pounds and the mattress heavens. cost over two thousand and Good. we got the whole lot for eleven for eleven hundred Good God, can imagine spending £3,000 Over £3,000 in your bed So we got an incredibly good deal Which is lovely And we get to pay it off over 20 months So it's interest free so Everybody go to Dreams Everyone go to Dreams Before the dream disappears Yeah, Dreams in Bath I think they've got about two beds left now if you want them Bath and Dreams Yeah Because uh, they've got a new one in Cribs Causeway, Nick I don't like people who think that bad beds are good enough no, I agree. And I've been, I'm, as I say, as someone who sleeps on bad beds, but I like a firm bed, so really a plank of wood is good for me. Mm. Um, so. I, I like a. It's like something like you described, something that feels like it's going to be very, very plush and soft, but then we'll have no more nonsense after a certain level. Right. We, so, so it's both cradling, but also. I think that's pretty much what we've Unearingly support. You can share the bed with us and see if you approve. Well, actually, there is a problem. What if we want to come up to the studio? We've got the my my you futon. It's a double. Yeah, but your futon's probably got lots of slats. It's probably very uncomfortable. You don't sleep on the slats. You sleep on the big mattress on top of them. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, <laughs> it's a double. It's not big. It's a double, but it's big enough for when guests yeah, come to us, stay. Yeah. Um, and you're both tiny. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so it's, there was one other bed in there which was uh, it did seem like it had been made by made by the angels for us because <laughs> we went in and it was uh, it was a regular mattress, one solid one mattress, not one of these split mm. ones, but one side was squishy and one side was firm. Why didn't you have that? And one? it was the sides that we sleep on as well. Why didn't you have that one? Uh, because it, the weird thing about it was it could be something to do with the ridge in the middle where they did this. As you lay in the bed, it just felt like you were gently being rolled out. Mm. I just was aware that I'd wake up on the floor every which, morning. Which side do you sleep on? I'm forced to sleep on the. The side of the door or the side of the window? As you face... Oh, the side of the, the, side of the wall, because the window's at the front. Um, do you... As you... Do you say the left or the right of the bed as you face it from the foot? Well, as you lie in well, it? Let's, let's say as you're lying in the bed, face you, down. You're lying in the bed face, face down. Face down? No, let's say you're lying in the bed face down, because it's easier. You're face lying up. in the bed face down. Face down? Okay, I sleep face down, but that seems very yeah, confusing. No, like that's right. That's a, if I'm face down and then I'm... And on, your arms are out like Jesus being sacrificed. Okay, but that's so, so like I said, if you're stood at the end of the bed facing yeah. toward it, I'm on the left. Interesting. So I think I am as well. By the wall, I am as well. Yeah, I am as well. Whereas Laura's on the right because By she needs door. to go out for wee-wees more often than I Apparently it's more... It's, uh, I sleep on the left as well, uh-huh. whereas... And Victoria's on the right, close to the, to the door... 
And apparently it's more common for the male to be by the door I think to so protect, protect a lady. From danger. But frankly, you know, I think Laura or Victoria would deal do with Do a far that. better job than you or I. Or spiders, I imagine they do a better job with those as well. Yes, exactly. Um, and Judith sleeps in the middle, of course. Not in our bed, she doesn't. Doesn't she? No. I thought she did that in every bed. No, no, it's just yours, it turns out. Oh, right. She's not uh, unanimous. You heard her sing. Respect. You heard, her, I heard sing. her sing the Judy is a baby song. She now sings her own song. She does. It's very narcissistic. <laughs> yes. With nappies that are made of film. Yeah, your, you did your daughter is needs uh, Henry Higgins stat. Yeah. She's with Eli- nappies that are made of silk. Governor. I might start calling her Eliza. And right, right. She, she goes, she is Judy. She a bye bye. bye. <laughs> that was my favourite show. And she, she loves bye to, bye. And she loves to drink her milk. And then what does she do? Oh, she bo- goes, just boom, boom, boom. We love to drink her milk. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> she sings the drums. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> yes, you should. So, but yes, I, th- I blame in the nursery you send her to. Well, you, you, you visit her in the nursery. <laughs> so the my favourite... You, you crept into her nursery. I did. Sticky, sticky, sticky. The nursery snatcher. I was a... <laughs> so my favourite thing about I said a joke just, I thought it would be really funny then I thought it would have, I was about to say I was as sneaky as a Jew I was going to say but then I realised I didn't know if it would come out funny or not maybe <laughs> maybe so then you went in and, and then this this this, this uh, lady who was looking after Judith who said <laughs> you said to her um, you said did she did she it was something you asked a really banal question like did she have what did she have a lunch or something? And she said something like, um, well, to be honest, and then said the most obvious, like, to be honest, I thought, okay, she was going to say, to be honest, we accidentally broke her arm. <laughs> yeah. Or to it be was, honest, we wanted to eat, but um, she threw everything up. That's right. She said, to be honest, she had some fish fingers. <laughs> it's yeah. like, did you really need to preempt that with to be honest? Well, usually we're not honest. We usually say Chateaubriand with <laughs> <laughs> And she's and thought your daughter is going to be ruined. <laughs> ruined, I tell you. She'll have to go to elocution lessons. That's true. Elocution. She'll learn to speak with a cut glass accent. I think you should teach her to speak with a South African accent. No, I think that would be very inappropriate. Did you enjoy meeting our South African friends at the wedding? Yes, yes. What were they? They assumed they were church people. Yes. yes. Well, you saw Dion was, le- was leading the sing songs at the front. No, I didn't. Did you not notice? But he was no. a black man. I thought you'd be very excited that there were some non-white people in our in our. Uh, I think in South African in term, our church in South Africa he's coloured. South, South Africa he's coloured. Yes. In South Africa, if you called him black, mm-hmm. you would probably cut your throat. <laughs> I mean, right. not him personally, but many people of his. It's weird. The intra-race racism. <laughs> right. The coloureds who here would yes. be called mixed race mm-hmm. do not want to be called black. Yes. It's very odd, and there's yes. a kind of very. You would be. You would be shocked because here, of course, in, in, in England, yeah, anybody's a bit tinted as black. Mm-hmm. Whereas, of course, in South Africa, um, coloured to black racism, mixed race to black racism yes. is astonishing. It's, it's, so it's far stronger than white, the most Afrikaner white race. And in fact, coloured. But it can be so coloreds, nuanced. Coloured would vote for the national, still do, would vote for the equivalent of the national party. Right. You know, they, and because also they speak funny. Afrikaans. Mm hmm. That's really odd because you 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 think yes. you can grok what's happening, but actually when you go and they rest, things are far more complicated <laughs> and weird than you'd imagine. And he's married to the whitest woman I've ever met in my life. She's translucent white. She was translucent, yeah. and she the dinner Louise, they are the lovely some of the lovely. They seem to be I very nice met. people, but incredibly I mean, I, I only met people. them for half an hour, so I don't know. They could have been mm-hmm. awful, but could have been. Well, you grew up near Louise, didn't you? I think. Well, you yeah. Out. And what do they do? 
Uh, Dion now works for the church. Um, he's the worship and youth work person, I think. Mm. And Louise, I can't remember what her job is. But she's an artist. She's an amazing artist. Did she paint or draw pictures? She paints. Mostly landscapes. They're very good. Mm. Um, Watercolour? Oil. Oils. They're oil. Or maybe have you, have you ever tried? Have you ever tried to do an oil painting? No, Apparently it's never ludicrously have. difficult. <laughs> I really haven't tried. It's, I've once it's, tried it's acrylics, more I think. Building a painting. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's acrylics are easy enough because you can paint over. Mm-hmm. In a, over your mistakes. But watercolours are actually quite difficult because you can't really yeah. paint over your mistakes. My watercolour attempts have been pretty pathetic. They've always struck me as you have to, be, you have, to have a very subtle touch. To I think watercolour is very little more than painting by numbers, isn't it? It's just they haven't. No one's drawn the numbers on the page for you first. Nobody has. No, that's the only difference between watercolour. It's very difficult. You have to have such a subtle touch to do it properly. Mm -hmm. Not make it just look like you've bled all over the page within various colours. Paint has always eluded me as a skill. I can draw and to a a very limited extent, but uh, and I can. I don't like colouring in. Painting looks really complicated. I like colouring in on computers. Click and fill. Click fill. Much better. Any more comics that you're doing on your computer? No, all but there's news about Brian's guide. Really? I can't reveal it yet, but there's there's potential Ryan's Guide news. Really? It's quite exciting. I'll tell you off air. Well, you're going to have to do some more cartoons. Well, no, not really for this, because I've got a hundred already. I think you need at least a thousand for but that I need project. to update them all. You do? Yes. At least a thousand. I also need to re-register Brian'sGuide.net, which has been lost to the ages. Are you sure it hasn't been snapped up by somebody else? Well, I think it's... Let's have a quick look, shall we? I think it's just one of those ghastly spam site things. Well, then no, that means somebody's taken it. Yeah, I know. Well, let's have a look, see what's there I can't now. I believe you didn't... You did it! You... It was your fault. Oh, I can't believe you allowed Brian's gun. You allowed it, and you know it. <sighs> look what it's replaced with. You haven't seen anything yet. Oh, my God. Ham radios for sale. That's amazing. <sighs> um, okay, I like that more than one of those sites that's just links to other sites. Shall we get a ham radio? Why would someone... It was, it was Brian'sGuide.net, wasn't it? It wasn't yes. Brian hyphens, Brian's hyphen guide, was it? No, I think it was Brian'sGuide.net, just as such. Brian's hyphen guide is still available, so I may just... Oh, maybe I shouldn't say this on air, someone register it first. Then. Camp on me. Camp um, oh, I, uh, yeah, so Camp if I register Brian's guide, Brian's hyphen guide.net, I should be all right. Yeah, And we can set up... Do you, do you know, do you think the archives might be backed up anywhere? The archives, nothing's gone. Oh, it's still there, is it? How is it? Just the domain isn't pointing at it anymore. Oh, okay. No, just because the phone... I don't phone, understand just how your internet works. Just, just because the phone number in the phone book changes doesn't mean that the phone is destroyed in the house it where does. it is. It's smashed to I'm afraid that 020-8426-2626 now points to that's we're going to have to demolish your house. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work like that. Does it not? No. Well, I've, in, in fairness, I don't know if you've deleted off the system. You may have. Done... Why would I have done that? Because you're a very cruel man. I am very. Man in a pit, a fit of anger, a fit of peak. A fit of peak. I don't know what peak is. No, not really. No. We'll have to look it up. No, I can't be bothered right now. I'm going to look at peak right now because otherwise, I'm otherwise we'll forget, and then what will happen? We'll be in a, well, quite a state. I'm going to look up. On the etymology site, actually, which is very good, of course. Is it? What's that? It's not called etymology.net or anything useful. It's called something silly, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Let's see. Peak. Oh, oh it, it's, actually, it's actually pretty... It's actually pretty obvious. Yes? From the 1530s, fit of ill-feeling, from medieval French, peak, P-I-Q-U-E, a prick, sting, irritation. From the old French... 
related to pike. Oh, I, uh, pike yes, peak, a pike, of, yes. yeah, no, irritating peak. Oh, okay, but is that the sort of prick? the sense of to excite to anger is attested from the 16th century. Peaked peaking, so it's like you pricked, like when you, mm-hmm. well, that's peaked my interest. That's pricked my interest. Mm. That's piked me into action. I'm going to say it piked my interest. Yes, and a fit of pike. But isn't isn't etymology useful? Because yes. Now, now you have a much better appreciation of the word. Well, it's useful. I don't think it's so much as useful as a fun game. Mm, no, I think it's useful. Like playing etymology. Mm. I think that some people are allergic to it, though. They don't like the thought of thinking about where words came from, and they get all upset about They're it. They're lazy people who need a slap. They do need a slap. Around the back of the legs. Where did slap come from? <laughs> slap. Well, okay, let's try and guess at least. What, 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 what language group do you think it came from? Slap. Old English? It does sound, it doesn't. It doesn't sound Germanic, Germanic or anything like that. It doesn't sound Latinate. No. Sla- Good word to not know about. Yeah. Turn your thing sideways. Yeah. You better read it. From from the lower German, no? slapper, German, schlapper. Okay. The noun is recorded from the 1640s. Figurative, meaning insult, is attested from 1736. Slap happy, 1936. Originally meant punch drunk. Oh. Hmm. Where does go. it slap in the sense of to slap come from? That doesn't... Well, that's Germanic from the 1630s, originally coming from schlapper. What does schlapper mean? Slap, then. Is it just a direct translation? Yes. Oh, that's not very really interesting. Imitative of our relation. That was boring. Do a better one. Uh, okay. I will do a better one. How do you get boring and boring? How do they the same word? To bore a hole and to be bored. What is the connection? There isn't one. In different words. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Sorry about same that. Same spelling... Yeah, that never happens. I know. The same spelling. Well, I'll think, uh, of, an- I'll think of another minute example in a Talking minute. Talking about spelling, um, what, is your, what does your witty shirt say today? This shirt doesn't make sense and neither does this apple. And a picture of a fire hydrant rather than... No, that's too arch. Too arch. It's too arch? Yeah, there should have just been a picture of an apple there that would have been better. No, I, well, I can see an argument for that, but I like this one. It makes people's brains go fizz pop. Have you killed many people? Good. I killed a couple. Mm. Just a couple. Not a literal couple, just two people. Yeah. Are computer games really worth it? Oh, no. Are they really? Not with two minutes to go. Are they, are they worth it? Yes! Why? Easily, because I have had so much pleasure and enjoyment from them. Should I, should <laughs> I download this um, airline manager thing? <laughs> Which guess, I, no, you shouldn't. I shall. It looked really awful. They were, so you could build a jet plane with... Ten engines and a shark's <laughs> nose or something like that. You, an airline doesn't get to build its own planes. That you know? sounds brilliant. Not not since Juan Trip of Pan Am in the sixties, at least. But no, that that. But you you posted. Oh, there's a new show in the states called Pan Am, based on that time period, I believe. Yes. Oh, I definitely want to see that. Yes. But oh yes, my brother was in New York at the time, and they were promoting it. The nineteen sixties. They were promoting the, uh, the series oh, yes. in New York mm-hmm. and they were actually giving out old Pan Am bags, you know, oh, lovely. Uh, proper canvas bags and so on. And you got, uh, oh, that's you got that. so, uh, so, yes, that's certainly something else to watch. But no, I, I looked and it just looked so silly and annoying that I thought you, you posted the preview of what? Oh, the video game. Yes. Oh, yes, that's, it was a demo. So, did you play that? You should have downloaded the demo. Of course, and no, I just it. watched the video and I thought mm-hmm. this looks really, really. <laughs> it did look really silly. Mm. But some people say the first game was good. Because mm. that was a sequel, wasn't it? 
Um, I've got an I supposed to know. You should download Minecraft. What's wrong with you? You'd love Minecraft. Would I? It looks like an Amiga it game. It looks and very blocky to me. <laughs> That's how you like games. No, not like that because it's, it it's, it's very 3D. Blocky. It's, both, it's a game made out of blocks. Yeah, if it were isometric 3D, that would be fine. But it's also it's also full 3D but <laughs> blocky. I don't like that. Don't like you should that. give it a go. That's a cheat. Surely people of the cool kids don't play it anymore, do they? Oh, absolutely! It's getting better and better. I haven't, you know, I haven't played it since the adventure update. Exactly. I really must. I've been a bit busy. What have you been doing? My job. Playing, doing my job leaves me very limited little time to play video games for fun, which is a real shame. Mm. But what do you mean the adventure update? Oh, he's added uh, loads more elements. It's called the adventure update. So he's, jumped, he's, he's jumped the shark, has he? No. He's just added new bits and pieces in there to make the game more interesting. He's jumped the shark. Has he? I don't think he has yet. Well, how can he jump the shark? Let's think. predict what he would do if he were going to. I think someone would argue what his ultimate plan for the game is, which is to eventually have a, an, a full-on adventure mode where you can get quests and you can do stuff like that. Some people so it just turns back into another one of those then? Well, not really, because still be, it'll, still have, it'll be everything Minecraft was before and that. So you still be able to ignore all that and just dig a million tiles. Or someone, someone built a a complete working, astonishing twenty minute long Indiana Jones tomb full of traps and minecart races and just what people can do with that game. How does that work? Is it, do you program? Yeah, you program within the game. So what's the programming can, language? Uh, the programming language is blocks. You have um, you have something called redstone. Which you can use to create switches and circuits. So you're, it's literally on-off gates. You're capable of creating on-off gates, and they've he's added pistons, so you can now have things that will push buttons for you based on other things pushing other buttons. So someone before pistons, just with just with on-off gates, someone built an eight-bit processor hmm. um, in in game, which is just incredible. But there's no that. coding. No, you have to you have to literally. So, but, so do how it with would blocks. you how would you, for example, have a cart? suddenly go when you walk past it and that kind of thing. I mean, for the Indiana Jones thing, how would you have something that sets off a cart which then knocks over a boulder which then... Um, I don't... You know. Well, the cart... You you would build it so it worked. You have a cart, you have a cart, you have a track. That there are physics in the game, so if you hit something, it will fall, I think. I'm not sure if that's necessarily true. Um... But looking at this video, I have no idea. Like, blocks are coming in and out. I have no idea. Maybe that was pistons. I really have no idea how that stuff works. And he could have been using mods to do, achieve some of it. That isn't uh, officially in the game. I don't know for don't know for certain. But things people have done in that game are amazing. Dug a big hole. I, that's what I've done. I dug a big hole. I, I tend to just you, dig what my fought, networks. What, I dig. What if you fall in a hole? What if you fall in the hole? Yeah. You'll die at the bottom and then you'll have to go back down and get all your stuff because it will fall off. So you can't go, go climb up the hole. <laughs> well, if you, you could just build yourself a staircase. Where's it? Where, what is stairs? How do you build these stairs? I don't think you should play. I think maybe you should just stick to your Rubik's Cube. I rediscovered my Rubik's Magic the other night. Did you solve it? I could just do it. <laughs> just still do it straight away. I just, just, do you remember Rubik's Magic? Yes. I still done. I can remember exactly. It was so weird how quickly it all came back to me. I had to do it. Then I remember the trick: you fold it in half and do the twist thing to get straight to the end bit. And then I was like deliberately getting myself lost, and remembering how to get back from being lost, and then building all the three D shapes like the See, box I never you could did open. And I was the king. I, I, all, I completed the Rubik's cube by pulling off all, all the, the stickers, ages. of yeah. course, as, as, did, as did all the sensible people. Yeah. Um, but the Rubik's magic. I remember, I'd forgotten all of this until I found it in the straw and just. 
this, this is a drawer that's been, I've had t- moved from house to house to house for so Special many years draw. that never really bothered checking through before. Um, and so I, and I was going through this, and and I was remembering that when I was at that must be middle school, so I'd been ten or eleven when it came out. I remember other people's mums would bring in Rubik's cubes from like little brothers and stuff, saying, "I've heard that you can solve this," and they've got themselves locked in the thing, and I go hand it back to them, finished. And then sometimes I remember someone brought in one that was just just a giant tangled mess, all the threads had come out, and I was like. No, no, that's that's broken. You can't fix that. <laughs> did, did Mr. Rubik do anything else? Yes. Well, there's all sorts of games and things. Nothing that's worked. Nothing. Is. Rubik's magic, I think, is far better than a Rubik's cube. So much more exciting what you could do with that. The fact you you could fold this object in. It's you know, it was a there two are many by younger three. listeners who don't know what. Well, Rubik's exactly. Magic was. So it was a two by four panel flat thing. So it's two by four squares in a in a rectangle, obviously in a flat rectangle. But you could fold it in half. And then unfold it the other way, and because of what would happen is these wires would crisscross into the diamond shapes on all the things, and it would just reform. So you could fold an end down, and then flap fold one of the flaps over, and then fold it back, and you end up with this ridiculous. And then suddenly it could become the shape of a bus stop, or an opening box, or a tie mm. fighter, and various other things. Racist. And then he made there was a bigger one. There was the Rubik's. There was a, a longer silver one. And I was really good at that too. I don't know what happened to that. The Rubik's. <gasps> I just remembered the silver one. The Rubik's still done. I might see if there's one on eBay right now. But I'll stop recording before I do. Yes, we do. Shall we say goodbye to all the ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls? Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thanks for listening to Rum Doings. We hope you have a lovely time. Podcast at rumdoings.com. Do rumdoings.com. Or http colon slash slash rumdoings.com slash. Or <laughs> on the proprietary soon to be dissolved, the proprietary soon to be dissolved Twitter service at Twitter. Why is it to be dissolved? People will become bored. Of Twitter? Yeah. No, they won't. do be silly. Proprietary, all proprietary things die. <laughs> That's a lovely message to end on. Bye. Bye. <laughs>